Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Chris Show. I'm Chris with a Karina Lau C. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm copping out with a Chris with a K. Fuck off. I suppose that could be Rosamund Kwan. Uh, I'll, Rosamund yeah, Kwan. That's <laughs> yeah. what I thought you were going to go for. I was like, surely you'll go for Rosamund Kwan. <laughs> I just in that moment, I, I was lazy, but then it popped into my head. So, yeah, this week, continuing our Jack Chan month with um, Project A Part 2. Should have been Project B. Well, missed yeah. opportunity. Um, not really much in the way of news, because, you know, what's, what's news these yeah. days? No it's... Marvel films been released recently, and Disney haven't bought anything else. Yet. I'll sum up the general news. The news! News! Some prick somewhere is going to reboot something, make a live-action version, <laughs> totally. and Tom Hardy's probably going to be in it. I'm pretty sure I saw something about Thundercats, but I don't know. If I saw the ca- the, the, some guys being cast as He-Man, I know that. <laughs> In a Master of the Universe movie, which they're finally doing. Sick. Good God. I know. Um, I, d- I did actually say, uh, I wonder if it's hit the internet fully yet. Um, I saw something last night, early in the hours. Um, mm-hmm. CBS and Viacom have merged back into one company. Mm. Which. Uh, Viacom. Yeah, which is interesting because Viacom owns Paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paramount uh, obviously have the license to the Star Trek movies. Yeah, and CBS have a license to the TV series, and it's always been oh yeah, fuck yeah. on about that, that we've talked about on the show. Like, there's weird licensing quibbles. Like, one the, the TV series can't reference the films, and the films can't reference anything that happened in the TV series or something. Yeah, yeah, it's some weird fucking contract yeah. bollocks in it. Yeah. So, pretty pretty big news for Star Trek, um, Star Trek bods. Uh, yeah, it's all under one banner again. Oh, well, so you, you never know, we might finally be able to have, like, a coherent timeline and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of fucking alternate universes and yeah, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Crap. God, I know. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention ages ago, and it's not really, it's just kind of show-related, but I just thought it was, like, funny, and you know how everyone's complained for the past couple of months with YouTube and their, like, copyright claim algorithm and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I got an email saying we had it. We get them all the time because we've got a podcast up there for like film clips and stuff, yeah, and music. But I got a copyright claim on my Mad Max episode, right. not for any music I used because the I used the clip in that review mm-hmm. of the opening scene where he's the night rider's doing his big spiel and stuff. Yeah. The reason we were copyright claimed is because a band who used that sample at the start of the song claimed it. I'm like. But that's not your fucking music. Yeah. You don't own the film. 
Yeah, weird. And I was just like, got my first taste of like everyone's anger, like actual YouTubers who were like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can you do that? Seems really bad. Like, they've, they've ruined YouTube for that. Like, yeah. And uh, to be fair, I don't think it was a manual clip. I think it was just automatic. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not blaming the band. I just think it's funny that like the record company's like, no, that's ours because you know we made Mad Max as well. Well, I've seen stuff like bloody people claim like cop- getting copyright claimed for their own material and stuff yeah and yeah pe- their own music on yeah. their own fucking channel yeah it's fucking ridiculous yeah. man it obviously doesn't work no but other than that uh, it was our 7th birthday yesterday so on the 13th oh. very good great 7, seven years doing it Marshall. yeah time flies when you're doing the pit <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing the pit Doing the pit and on the heap. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it. Should we just talk about some Jacka Chan? Mm, yes, Jacqueline Chanson. <laughs> Chanson. <laughs> <laughs> Project A2, directed by Jacqueline Chanson, mm-hmm. um, was released August 19th, 1987. And it, uh, it's weird when you look at his filmography, this is the only film he did in 87 compared to like 85, where he did like 27 films and stuff. Yeah, and then uh, he did quite a lot in 88, didn't he, as well? So did a few, yeah, but this is like. <laughs> for, the, for the 80s, this is like a rare one one film. I think he like produced a couple of films, but that's it. I suppose you. you I mean, it's not surprising considering like the the production sort of going on in this film and you know like all the lavish sets and stuff and that oh like. it's ridiculous yeah mm. but I was wondering if it had anything to do with um, but probably not I was going to say because you know he fucked himself an armour of god the previous year but he finished that film so yeah. I just thought it might add something to do with that like I'll take it easy this year so I don't kill myself mm. but never know Germany coming back with the tiles again obviously Project A was Der Super Fighter Der Super Fighter what do you think uh, Project A2 was called um is it like even more super fighter? <laughs> no, so project Project B. <laughs> well, well, there you go. See, so, so in Germany, there. people are like, "What? Eh? What the fuck? What's this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely what it, it it should have been, like Project B. Yeah, um, they, they could have got away with it, I reckon. Yeah, just put on the poster the hit sequel to Project B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case people don't get it. But yeah, I was well disappointed. Like Germany, but I feel sorry for German fans. It must be mm. so fucking hard. Like. Like if you, you you like the Super Fighter, and you hear there's a sequel, and you're like, "Well, this isn't it." Mm. Like, what the fuck? It's so confusing. That yeah, fucking power management. It's yeah, it's like impossible to like follow a TV series, basically. Mm. Oh, a film I, series, sorry. Um, I want. I genuinely want to own like VHS copies of Power Man, just because the title's fucking stupid. But isn't isn't something already called Power Man anyway? I'm sure there's like an anime or something called Power Man. Oh, it's Ultraman. <laughs> yeah, it's movies all the time. It's close enough though. <laughs> Uh, so the film stars Jack and Nori Chan. There's another one for you. Mm. Uh, David Lam, Maggie Chung, Rosamund Kwan, Kenny Ho, Mars Bill Tung, and Chan Wai Man. Mm. So what's the plot, though? What's the boot? Well, <laughs> um, I, I'm deliberately yeah. doing this off the cuff to reflect that no. I never fucking understand the plot of this no. film. <laughs> um, no. But Dragon uh, is is back. Uh, he's, he's randomly being reassigned um, from being a sailor to being a police uh, person again. Yeah, um, uh, he's given the San Juan district, and uh, there's like there's these guys that are villains, <laughs> but they're kind of not villains. I don't know. And there's guys with bowler hats on, and there's a few pirates, and everyone's trying to do stuff, and then there's like a big fight at the end. 
That's pretty much. That's it. like my interpretation of this film, honestly. No, that is, that is, yeah. Every time that's I watch that. it, I just I've scratched my head. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I get the film. I get that there's like, you know, like revolutionaries trying to like fight for the good of Hong Kong or something, but. It's like China. They're yeah. like Chinese patriots, I think. Yeah, yeah, but like, what are they fighting for? I guess it's like Britain and stuff, and and you know you've got like a, a book MacGuffin, mm. which you know is just the thing everyone's looking for. So there's yeah. always that kind of plot element, just like have something to fight over. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's a mess. It's all over the place. You're going to be sorry that you ever asked us for our head. He don't like big heads. You move. Better not duck this one. <laughs> We'll open with a recap of Project Day, which is what we're getting. Um, Police Story 2 as well, like a sort of best of the first movie. Yeah, there's, there's a few Jackie Chan films that did that, weren't there? Really, the sequels, where they're like, they mm. just show you a burst of the first film. Always uh, cut out with the UK versions, though, like the video versions. They mm. were just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one with Sam Powell's Last Remaining Men arriving on shore and they make a blood oath to kill Dragon Ma. Jackie so, Chan. This is really weak, I think, the, the, the pirate thing. Like, it feels like they just tacked it on to, like... Link it in. It. Yeah, it's connected yeah. to the first one. Like, you could remove the pirate subplot and it, it just wouldn't have an impact at all. No, it wouldn't make a difference at all. I guess he just wanted, like, some sort of link rather than just a sequel. It's just a sequel, like, brand new story. Yeah. It's kind of the same with Police Story 2, which we'll get to with the Q getting out of prison thing. Well, yeah, true, true. There's just, like, that one thread... Yeah, that ties it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I suppose it, at least it, the pirates come back for quite a nice scene, like towards the end of the film with like a French yeah. farce and stuff and going on. Yeah, and, yeah. And stuff. Although actually, no. Are the pirates in that scene? Sorry, I'm. Um, no, there's, no, there's no. that many. There's that many groups of people in this film. Yeah, yeah. Not even the pirates are in that. <laughs> oh God, oh, man. Yeah. So we'll uh, go to a tea house now and meet Superintendent Chun, who's a cop, played by David Lam, and he's met uh, Ben Lam and Ken Lo, who's uh, his first appearance in a Jackie mm. Chan movie. Yes. Chun whoops some ass when there's a robbery, but, you know, it's quickly revealed that he sets up all these crimes, mm. uh, pays off criminals, arrests them, and then basically to give himself a, a good record and stuff. He and he's in with criminals at the same he time. He has a good villain face, right? He does, yeah, and I don't. I think it's the only thing I've ever seen him in. Mm, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I've looked on his IMDb before, and it's, he's in, like, a bunch of stuff, but nothing that really screams. I've, you know, like, looking at it now, like Z-Storm and stuff, and mm. things that I, I've... Kind of haven't really seen to be honest, like. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's like I said, he's a cool villain. You think you'd they would have used him more like, during that period? That's what we'll get to later. I mean, he can do, you know, little shit face villain kind of like evil villain. But when they do that big chase later, he's quite good at like you know hijinks and slapstick mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah, and shit, so. yeah, definitely. He seems like an all rounder. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, could have seen with all the like, you know, the superiors. Uh, Bill Tung is in this one. Yeah, and Uncle uh, Bill just randomly turns up. <laughs> of course, because it's the eighties. <laughs> you know, she had fucking pink eye. <laughs> aye, yeah, in that in that one scene. <laughs> Wash your hands, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so random. I guess there's, yeah. there's no delay in the shooting of a film in Hong Kong, though, right? Because no, like in the next scene, it takes place like twenty minutes later. He doesn't have pink eye, obviously, because it was shot at a different time. But yeah. I'm just like, it stands out so much in the opening scene. His eyes like bright red. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. Chan is um it's weird cuz like Chan is like he was he went from marine police to a cop in the first film. Yeah. And at the start of this one he's like back in the marine police. Yeah. And then he's transferred back to being a cop again. Yeah, there's just like, like no reason at all for no. for what they did. Like they could have just had him still being a cop and it would have made sense. Yeah. 
But yeah, they just like, randomly made him a sailor again. Like you think after what he did in the first film, they'd be like, okay, you're staying a cop. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. like you, you're much better as a cop on land. <laughs> but to uh, catch um, David Lamb's character in the act, they like transfer Jackie Chan to one of his districts to like sort it out essentially. Yeah, I think that they're hinting at like you know they, they know that there's something up with. Yeah, with they, the they know he's full of shit. They just can't prove it. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we'll meet Maggie Chung, Karina Lau, selling flowers to raise money for China. Um, they, they sell flowers to Chinese mates, and then they get robbed for the uh, the money boxes from some thieves. So yeah. uh, there's a nice little scene where Jackie Chan and the gang are like at the restaurant, and, and cops come in mm. uh, to like hassle the two girls for selling flowers. Um, yeah, and the, then they the stick up for them, and obviously it's it's kind of like a nice touch that Jackie Chan and uh, Mars and stuff are cops as well. Yeah, but they just yeah. don't announce themselves as cops, and it's like no. the first sort of indication that they're, that they're observing that the police are like corrupt as fuck in this district mm. basically oh, as yeah. well mm. which is essentially what I find out the next scene when he gets back to the police station and they just let the criminals go who try to rob the ladies yeah. and... come with us you're under arrest that's very funny and the name is the dragon deputy Mao the dragon you're suspected of eight murders first degree 20 robberies and several assaults causing grievous bodily injuries it's all spelled out really I'm supposed to have done all that Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet uh, Tiger now, who uh, played by Chan Wai Man, who's a real-life triad. <laughs> Is he? He, yeah. he has that look about him, like, to be fair. Yeah, because I remember Bill Logan saying on like, one of the... Uh, probably this film, actually, like saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, reported to be a real-life triad. So I read up on him. Apparently he was a prison guard. Hmm. And because he was mixing in with loads of triads in prison, eventually just joined. <laughs> God. And then got fed. He was, like, quite high up as well. Really? Like, during this time, I think. You just can't beat him, join him, basically. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, he, look, he looks like a guy you wouldn't fuck with. Yeah, yeah, there's just something mm. about him, isn't there? He, like, has that old-school hard sort of thing going on. Like, oh, yeah. Old-school Chinese hard. <laughs> yeah, totally. But he's essentially the big bad guy of the district. Yeah. Um, so Chan and his crew, after his men, just don't want anything to do with it. Uh, just him and like group of four mates going to try and sort out. And this is a good. This is like the first big action scene of the film. Essentially, it's about like twenty minutes in. I think. Yeah, it's, it's like the big set piece. Yeah, there's uh, mm. loads of cool uh, like stairs and shit, and just painful looking stuff going on. A lot of good use of wires as well, mm. which Jackie never normally. Well, he didn't do a lot of them until this point. Like for um, like impact, like bouncing off things and like yanking someone with a wire. It looks really good. Mm. The part where, like, is it Mars who gets thrown, like, dick first into a pillar and then does a backflip? Yeah, yeah, he, like, bounces off it. <laughs> it looks so painful. And then is it, who gets, um, is it Tiger? Well, it's more towards the end of the scene, but gets, like, kicked through fucking vase and oh, stuff. that's and, horrible. Yeah, because, yeah. like, he fucking, it's all in slow motion, a big wide shot. He, like, falls off a balcony, neck first into a giant vase, which I'm, I'm talking, like, an eight-foot vase. Yeah. And then lands on his neck, and like his knees hit him in the face. <laughs> he like literally folds up. <laughs> it's like ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. How do you even like make that not hurt? That's done. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can have it like probably like a back pad on, maybe. Yeah, that'd be it. Like you can make it so the stunt doesn't kill you, and that's about it. Yeah, and just like you know, the reassurance of Jackie going, "I'll pay for all your hospital bills." <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> if you die, I'll give some money to your family. Yeah, I'll look after your family. Didn't <laughs> it's like being in the mob or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the fight's essentially like similar to the bar fight in the first one. It's like yeah. you got Jackie doing the serious shit, and then all these like uh, his pals doing the like comedy bits. It was a great like 
sort of domino effect where the, like someone gets hit with a bottle and gets something thrown at the back of the head and mm. headbutts someone. It's really well done, really well done. Yeah, played. it's really quick in that they just like all, all hit each other and stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, and of course the, the, a great bit of Jackie just like being a hard-ass where all the Marine police show up mm. to rescue him and then he just like lets Tiger and his hardest mate stay back so he can chin them some more. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you can get out of the room, you're free to go. It's like, yeah. It's like, come on, Jay. It's a bit far, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the police would be like, no, you can't do that. That's, that's technically police brutality, mate. Like, uh, they shut the doors and just, somebody just pulls a gun out straight away. <laughs> and he's like, uh, change my mind. Oh, shit, should have searched you, should have searched you. <laughs> Credits. Should have stipulated, no guns allowed. <laughs> um, that's another thing we forgot to mention as well, that the Chun character is the only cop who's allowed to carry a gun, like, as a uh, special yeah. privilege. Yeah, it's like a little... Yeah, it's a little touch there. Uh, it's quite mm. interesting, like, cops, because obviously, like, Hong Kong's always been very, like, anti-gun and stuff. Yeah, which you wouldn't think watching John Woo movies. No. <laughs> yeah. There's not that many guns in Hong Kong, no. really, apparently. Um, but, yeah, it's... I don't, I don't really know why they mention it, to be honest, though. They make quite a big deal of it, and then do they, do they actually do anything with that thing? Just... Uh, the, the, they really do before they mention that, when he kills the two robbers on the street when they're just about to mention that, you know, he was going to yeah. pay them off and stuff like that. Because there's, like, obviously there's a bit where, like, they say, oh, we'd like you to test a new service revolver. Mm. And then they give him the gun and he hands in his old gun. And it's all, like, it's very deliberate, like, it's setting something up. Yeah, it kind of does, but, but it's, yeah. he doesn't really use it that much. You'd expect me to use it at the end on Jackie or something? Yeah, but. something. Or, like, he gets framed or he uses it to frame someone or something. I don't know, but... Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, we meet Rosamund Kwan now, the lovely Rosamund Kwan, with mm. a group of Chinese revolutionaries, and they're planning to steal, uh, like, a necklace from the governor's ball. And Chan is in charge of security. And this is where the, the, the story starts unthreading a little bit. Like. Fucking overly long as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, the... You know, I mean, props to him for wanting to do this sort of stuff, I guess. But it's it's a bit indulgent. Like well, yeah, that's, yeah, I would say I can forgive it. It's basically Jackie just having fun with, like, a giant ridiculous like Hollywood level set and like period costumes yeah but it just goes on for like five minutes longer than it should yeah there's like a whole little dance sequence and stuff and there's, yeah you know there's nice camera shots and stuff but there's, there's all sorts of characters popping up and I don't know it's there's just a lot to take in and it, it slows the fuck out the pace of the film. Like. Yeah, there is a nice shot with Jackie blended into a pin, which I quite yeah, like. yeah, that's that's actually like me, one of my favorite bits about the scene, really. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Little, the way it's shot and stuff. Like, mm. I don't know whether he had like face paint on or something as well to like. I match think it's the colors ham- that looks like just really good lighting. I yeah, because it seems like one of those shots. Like, oh, that'll be easy to do, but yeah. it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's also nice to see that uh, the governor, played by the guy from Marmara Garden Operation Condor and stuff, the like guy who gives him the jobs oh yeah 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 but chan is framed at this point uh, for the necklace because yeah. uh, i think it's korean Lao sticks a bit in his pocket looks yeah, like he's trying to talk it, it in yeah and then we get a big farcical fucking scene in the apartment where like four groups of people all hiding from each other it's irritating as fuck yeah it's like i'm sorry i know it's really well done mm. but i fast forward <laughs> i mean there's, there's a few things to say about that like um Shanghai Express does it better. I was just about to say that. It's not a patch on that, and that's, like, ten yeah. times shorter. Yeah. It doesn't really serve anything to move the plot yeah. forward anyway. Um, it, it, the, probably the, the only sort of bit that I, could, that I get a laugh out of it is when um, Jackie and, and Bill see each other. Yeah. And they, like, sort of salute each other. 
Mm. That that always gets like a chuckle out of us. But like the rest of it, it's well, yeah, it's not really going anywhere, really. It's just like it, it's like it's a short film. Mm. You know what I mean? It's too long. Yeah. It's a self-contained thing. It's fine, but in the middle of a film that already drags in certain parts, you're yeah. just like, oh god, get yeah, on with definitely. it. And I, I just I, like things like this. Just I think it's just me personality. Just annoys the fuck, like it annoys the fuck out because I think of myself in that situation. I'd just be like, oh fuck this, and just step out. <laughs> yeah. It's like like films where. Someone has to pretend they're someone they're not mm. for a girl or something. Yeah, yeah. And then if I was in that situation, I was like, "No, nah, I'm not him. I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> when you watch a film for ninety minutes and someone's, yeah, I just it irritates the fuck out. Was not put it in that camp. Yeah. No. Yeah. I say that it, it is. Uh, it's just it's too long. Basically, the scene. Yeah. If like it, it, it's if literally it was, fifteen minutes. Yeah. If it was yeah. Like, literally a, 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 like a ten minute scene or a five minute scene, it, it mm. wouldn't be so bad. And they could do the same sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, shame. I said it's just a bit too like this and the governor ball thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think only it's it's the main criticism you get. It's just too, too over ambitious. Yeah, and like you said, a little bit self indulgent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just yeah. uh, which is a shame because you know there's a lot of cool stuff like the the back lot that they're filming on again. It's like crazy as fuck. Mm. Um, you know, like so much attention to detail with the set and stuff. And is it the Shaw Brothers back? Like, I couldn't yeah, find out if it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's. Isn't it the same one? Like um, bloody Once Upon a Time in China and stuff. And all Probably because I know yeah. Golden Harvest did use Shaw Brothers back lot quite a bit yeah. for the big town sets and stuff. <laughs> But who are you? Oh, homeless wanderers, and all because of you. We will make a mincemeat of you. Wait, none of this is any of my business. Well, get off with you then. Oh, you come back. You're supposed to protect prisoners. I'll set you free. We take our revenge. Death. Ah! Get my keys, my keys. Hold it. Don't you know that this is Superintendent Chun's official? Yes. Look, I'm Superintendent Chun, see? So, boss, you can We get a nice chase now where um, Chan is um, handcuffed to Superintendent Chun, and then the pirates show up and he, won't, he, he loses his keys, so he's having to drag him along with him. And there's a nice, uh, you know, the, lots of Chan trickery, like doing the mm. uh, ta- tablecloth trick and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, it's a nice. I always like like gags where people are tied together and stuff. I think Jackie Chan's yeah. done it a few times, mm-hmm. like uh, in his films, like. You know, there's some, like I, th- I think there's one bit where he, like he goes to jump over a wall, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then thing he doesn't follow him, um, and he ends up like falling on his ass because of it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a bit, isn't a bit where one of the pirates throws an axe at like David Lamb, and David Lamb like ducks out the way and pulls Jackie into the way of the axe. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and it like, just misses his face. Yeah, just good humor stuff like that. Um, yeah, I love the bit where. He throws they both throw axes at the pirates and they and just catch, catch them and chuck yeah. them back to their mates. Yeah. And again, is is that in something else? I feel like I've seen that in something. Maybe. Like, yeah. Is it in? I've been. I was thinking about that last night when I watched the film. Was it in um, Kung Fu Hustle or something? Could be. I've, there's an axe gang in that, yeah, so most likely. I just yeah. feel like I've seen that where like throwing it and then somebody catching it and like mm. like dead like nonchalantly just catching it. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it wouldn't mm. surprise us if it's in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but there's some nice moments though. Like I like the bit where the guys running across all the chairs and he just swipes the last one out, and mm. you know those those little falls in Chan fights always make me wince more than the big ones. Like yeah. when you just got to fall straight down on your face, like falling around any sort of furniture and stuff. Or yeah, and, 
Yeah. I just constantly think of elbows and shins. <laughs> it's nice when he hangs a guy upside down by his pants on a coat hanger. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what would you do? <laughs> you couldn't do anything. Somebody would have to get you down. <laughs> yeah, they do. They quickly got him down when the cops are out. Uh, but this kind of all leads to um, the finale. The, the cop, the crooked cops mates. I mean, the crooked David Chun's. Uh, David, why do I keep calling him David Chun? David Lamb's mates. Yeah, uh, try and kill Jackie by sticking him in a burlap sack and yeah, chucking him in the like David Lambs hatched this plan to like just get rid of uh, the sergeant, uh, sergeant Ma or something and mm. dump him in the, in the water for whatever reason. Not really clear. Just because he's, he's get, irritated by him. He's, get, he's getting in his getting in his way. <laughs> like barely. <laughs> just just doing his job. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then the Chinese revolutionaries uh, rescue him. Yeah, and then this leads on to the the big finale, which is full of fucking. Bamboo and mm. pain and chilies. <laughs> chilies, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. So like the revolutionaries aren't aren't bad. They, they feel bad for setting Jackie up and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why they save him and stuff. And then you know, it's quickly for, for the entire film, you've been led to believe that like, well, not led, but you know, it's portrayed the revolutionaries as villains, basically setting Jackie up and stuff and that. Mm. Um, and like total character flip. Now they're the good guys, and that's why the film's a total mess, basically. Yeah. And then like, there's just random. Well, the guys from earlier who I still don't understand. They're from like. Royal Palace or something, mm. <laughs> Emperor's Men or something. <laughs> they they turn up and they're they're like, we're gonna fucking get those revolutionaries. So. And then at the same time, you've got the pirates turning face. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You've got you've got a lot of people being portrayed as one thing, swapping over to the other. Yeah, and it, it just really throws off the the film, the feel of the film. It's like bizarre. Mm. Before the finale properly starts, just before like they all get get caught and stuff, mm. that fucking brutal Hurricane Rana. <laughs> The guy gives right on wood, like goes right oh, down yeah. on his head. Yeah. <laughs> or in case Scott Steiner's listening, Frankenstein, because <laughs> I know he gets annoyed when people call the hurricane. <laughs> yeah, but that looks nasty. Yeah. And there's a reverse one in the um, in Tiger's Den fight as well, like off the steps. He stood at the bottom of the stairs, and he or something, it, like, yeah. flips him back on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. I love that when you see stuff like that turn mm. up in like Hong Kong movies because you can just see like, especially like Japanese wrestlers watching these films and just taking bits for matches and shit. Mm. Yeah, and they're using them as spots. Yeah, totally. Mm. That 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 reverse hurricane runner thing that they tried doing it like loads, didn't they? Isn't it? It's on the. It's one of the special features. Oh yeah, we should, we should talk about that now actually, because most of that um, documentary takes place during the finale. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little. I'd never. I'd never seen it before. It's a little ten-minute documentary. Is it called "Someone Will Know My Name" or yeah. "Someone Will Know Me"? Someone yeah. will know me. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, essentially, like a ten-minute documentary about Mars and um, a stuntman called Rocky. Is it Rocky and uh, uh, one more? That I can't remember the name. Yeah, it's he's the young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little docu- ten-minute documentary about them as their life as stuntmen, like filmed during the making of Project A. It's great stuff. I just <laughs> wish it was longer. Yeah, it's it's great. See, it's really rare to get like on-set footage mm. of of things like that because you know, like. Film was at a premium and stuff, and yeah. they very rarely did like a making of at the same time. No, the, mm. there is some stuff on YouTube that like is obviously from like TV at the time. Mm-hmm. I found a great one, which is uh, it's from like a Hawaiian TV show, <laughs> and um, Jackie must have been quite well known in Hawaii at the time to do a, a segment on him and stuff. Mm. But it's from the making of Police Story, the first Police Story. Mm-hmm. When they're filming the press conference bit, and it's just funny because I always knew Maggie Chung. I like, grew up in London. Yeah. But the interview, Maggie Chung, she literally just sounds like she's from fucking London. 
She's got no accent whatsoever. It's so weird to hear her speak yeah. like that. Because I'd never heard her speak before, like in English. Yeah, it's fine. She grew up in like Kent or something. Or something like that, yeah. She yeah. went to school over here. So she's yeah. essentially just got a complete English accent. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh. I love my Joan, bless her. Yikes. Like, like any film she's in, she always like... She's one of the people that just has like great screen presence. Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this documentary's great. And it's it's funny that like they just blatantly show that like Jackie doesn't do that big fall from the bamboo. Yeah, yeah. It's they just show like this. I think it's Rocky goes up, does it like three times. Yeah, he's just got like a massive wig on as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like all the stunt work that's in this film, really. Uh, like the double work. Sorry, because mm. uh, there's a few other bits where he's doubled. And I think like, I yeah. wonder, is it just because he he didn't want to? You know, maybe he was wanting to direct more than. Do stunts or something? Or? I mean, you know, he, he's always doubled a lot for falls. Yeah. If you don't see Jackie's face when he's taking a fall, it's probably not him. Mm-hmm. And I imagine a lot of that is just like, A, you can do it better, or B, like, I don't want to risk fucking myself up. I've got, like, a film to shoot. Yeah, well, if, it's something where he could hurt, if it's something yeah. where he could hurt his back or his neck. Yeah, know? like, maybe there was just too much, like, at jeopardy in this film. Like, mm. Would there be like, yeah. a bigger production as well? They just thought, nah, yeah. I fucking... Like, I can't... Can't justify like potentially hurting me back when I'm supposed yeah. to be directing this one. That's all it is. Just being careful, really. Yeah. And it's just like it's one of those things where like people would jump on it, but it's just because the whole like he does every fucking stunt thing has got yeah. like it, it was more of a marketing thing. Yeah, you know yeah. when he came over to America and stuff. And it's like not everyone does a hundred percent of the stunts. No. He literally would be dead if he did a hundred percent of his stunts. <laughs> For example, like people like probably have a go like, oh, that's, that's not him on the skateboard and wheels of meals. Like not everyone can do everything. Mm. Yeah, like, why not? You know, like like does it make sense to spend just learning how to skateboard or just get mm. somebody in it and skateboard yeah. and film around it. I mean, I think if Jackie was directing Wheels on Meals, he probably would have, but Sam was probably just like, nah, get a double. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not fucking around for three months while you learn how to fucking skateboard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the documentary's great. I, I just wish it was like half an hour mm. or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I mean, obviously, it's kind of depressing, like... <laughs> Um, no, yeah, there's that. I, I like the bit where like Jackie does the run down the wall. I don't know whether it's just the wits editors, yeah. but I think it's it's either Mars or Rocky. He's like, oh, that's not a fucking Satan stunt. That like, it's, it's, to be fair, it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's saying like, oh, it's a stunt. That's you know, it's I, I'm excited by stunts where if I die, yeah. Basically, he says like. If if like if I mistime it, I would die. Those are the type of stunts that are exciting. <laughs> so, yeah. And then like, is it Rocky? Or someone's like sat sat like mid filming with his he's he's like top off and he, he's obviously cooling down and he's having a minute and he's like, oh, you know, is it is is this business really worth the injuries? And yeah, you know, that's a question you have to ask yourself. And and, yeah. and I think there's like the narrator's like. These short-lived men whose careers are often over soon, like sooner as soon as they've started, yeah, yeah. and I don't know, it just it fades to credits, and you just left it. Fuck. Yeah, it doesn't not glamorize it at all. Like I don't know who funded this documentary. Mm. If it was like just because with it being ten minutes, it seems like it's almost like a student short or something. Yeah. It's yeah. so it's strange. I'm, I'm gonna have to look up where it came from. Yeah, yeah, it's nice though. It's nice to just get insight on other guys, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's essentially like Rocky says at one point, like I'm only in this for the money. I'm going to quit in a couple of years. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what happened to him. I wonder if he did do that or whether he just kept going. I know he's in. Um, he's in First Strike. Is he? He's the because he's the you know the bald guy who like gets the ladder put over oh, and punched yeah. the first. Yeah. That's oh, him. Is that him? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone Logan said, I can't remember once that like the only reason he's bald is because he like bleached his hair for a film and his hair fell off. <laughs> 
and he just went fucking up he bolt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's probably worse than like breaking your leg or something. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hair falling out. How could you betray us? You filth! You traitor! Hold still, you. But back to the fight. I mean, you get a, um, a moment with Jackie in a giant pestle and mortar. Is that a real thing? <laughs> I'm guessing it would be probably would be back then. Like, yeah. like you know, how else would you smash up like seed pods and, and large amounts mm. of? Like, I guess in, in in Europe we use windmills. Yes. So I guess maybe it's in China they did that instead of mm. windmills. I mean, I don't see windmills very often, like in being depicted no. in Chinese True. media. So yeah, it just looks like comically large. Yeah. When you first see it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a pretty sadistic scene. Um, yeah, when they're putting the oil around the side. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, just crushing them to death in one mm. of them things. Yeah, it's pretty and interesting. Just gleefully telling them that people all over the world will be eating him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he just goes, like, full Bond villain at this point, doesn't he, really? He does, yeah. He could have just, where he's got his gun, he could have just shot him in the face. <laughs> yes, but he's like, no, I want to mush you to death very slowly. <laughs> and, like, what if it hadn't have, like, technically killed him? What if it just, like, crushed him and hurt him really badly, but then... You know, wasn't actually killed him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just mm. just catches him in the nuts and just slowly crushes his nuts for like three hours. And they're like, oh, get get him out! It's actually bad. It's just like bloody Austin Powers or something. He's like down there, like <laughs> I'm hurt very badly. <laughs> it just fades off, fades back on, and they're just leaning over watching him, going, "Oh, this, this is terrible. We should, we should really pull him out." <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the little twatty guy though, he gets his come up and sharply, doesn't he? he gets dragged he into it. He certainly so does. You don't you don't get to see him getting crushed. No. Didn't go that far. No, I didn't go that far. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to just see a, a skull splat or something. They should have just went with, like, Temple of Doom and just seen, like, a little bit of blood on the stone or something. Yeah, and, that'd be perfect. guy that gets yeah. crushed in the roller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially the fight is just Jackie running and fighting, like having to run and stop and fight various people. But... And fighting various set pieces as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which are like... like... Like a, a tr- fucking salmon trough or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. There's like a big cage with feathers in. Yeah, uh, like a big tombola. <laughs> there's just so many like little set pieces. It's, it's yeah. genius, really. That, that When I think of this film, really, that's all I think about, really, this mm-hmm. film, is is that that last sort of chunk. Uh, that and like the stud was just twatting off like seven lengths of bamboo on the way, yeah. like 50 foot drop, which just looks awful. Yeah. Awful in a good way, I just mean it looks really fucking painful. Mm, yeah, well, again, like, how, you can't really fake that, can you? You just do it no. and hope for the best, really. And, like, yeah, exactly, man. It's just yeah. like you've got no control of your direction yeah. whatsoever. You could have landed on his neck yeah. or anything. Yeah, but the good, the, the best part, like, is when you find out that, like, you did it for real, is mm. just jamming a shitload of red chilies <laughs> in his mouth and using yeah. it as, like, a deterrent. Yeah, like, they the, the had plans to, like, make fake ones or something, but then mm. never had the chance, and they were like, Ugh, bollocks, yeah. it's easier just to do it for, for real. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, f- I mean, it's bad enough eating a mouthful of chilies. Yeah. But then, like, putting in people's eyes and stuff. Yeah, wiping, wiping, like, spitting on your hands and wiping it in their eyes. It's really good. I like the way the guy, like, goes, fuck you doing? It stops and then goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It makes for good comedy. Yeah, no, it's it. Like, in the great reactions, they're just like, ah. Yeah. He's trying to keep his eyes open and fight at the same time. <laughs> I love that outtake at the end, though, where Jackie jams a shitload of them in his mouth and just starts flopping. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone coming over with, like, a fucking jug of water, like, yeah, drink this. <laughs> we'll be caught out there. You know we came here to kill that skunk Ma. If we're seen in the streets, we'll be arrested right away. We have to revenge some pal's death. We swore we'd have Mao's blood. Damn! <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but as we said, the pirates turn face and come to uh, help Jackie out at this point because they're like hiding in the warehouse and he just drops down next to them. But they've kind of decided like this is all stupid because like all we're doing is sitting in this town starving to death essentially. Mm. Well, mate's got typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite it's quite an epiphany for them, bless them. Yeah, the pirates just like what we're doing with our lives. I like when like he's like lying there and he's like, I should never have brought you here. We have no reason to fight him. He's just doing his job. And one of them's like, could have fucking said this two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the big uh, stunt piece at the end, uh, set piece at the end, rather, is the big Buster Keaton reference with mm. the... Fall. He runs down a wall, like a collapsing wall, and then another one falls on him and he just stands there and goes through like the... Yeah. Because it's, it's, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have killed him, but, you know, if a bam, piece of bamboo that was holding it together smacked him in the head, I'm yeah. sure he'd... You what know. a fight. Actually, you know, that probably, that, that probably would have killed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it probably is. Like I said, it's probably not light, to be honest, like, so... No, no. Yeah. It's a nice moment, though. Yeah, yeah it's it's a risky stunt. It's it's mm-hmm. you know it's visually cool and and it kind of ties it back in with Project A again. Mm-hmm. You know, like another sort of Buster Keaton thing. Yeah, going on, which I can I don't know if that was like a deliberate th- sort of thing, like the one. I'm sure to do it was something. just because I'm sure just because of the time period it's set in and stuff. Yeah, old fashioned like film, like yeah. use like a Buster Keaton stunt. It kind of fits. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like it's a funny one. For me, it's not one of my favourites. Well, I was going to say, I'll, I'll be brutal about it. I fucking, I, I don't like Project A Part 2, really. Mm. Um, I think it's it's a chore to watch. Um, it's it's all the, the shitty, like, China's great stuff. And like, I mean, I, I hate later Chinese films for that. Anyway, Hong Kong films. But mm. it was like the sort of early signs of that. Mm. Um, it, it just gets in the way. It's, it's a, a sequel that has nothing to do with the first one. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say, like, except for the time period and the fact he's caught yeah. Dragon. Like, there's parts where it doesn't even feel like a sequel to Project A. Yeah? And plus, it, hel- it doesn't help that fucking Yumbi and Sam are Yeah, that's like the deal breaker straight away, like, you mm. know, the, the trio aren't in it, sort of thing. So it's just Chatty Chan on his own. And they're never even mentioned. <laughs> no, like, where are they? Why are they yeah. gone? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, they, they died. <laughs> they got typhoid. <laughs> they should have just done, like, a separate film or something. I don't know. Like, mm. Just all, all round. It's, it's a weird film. It, there's. there's the story makes no sense at all. Um, I'm sure it does make sense. It's just fucking jump. It's too. There's too much going on. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it doesn't help. I mean, I did just for ease again uh, to make notes. I just watched it with the dubbing, and it doesn't mm. help that you know the fucking they don't even try with the dub. They're like, "Ha, huh, you look like a bird. What? I'm a horse and stuff." And, and I'm sure that they're actually talking about like the government being overtaken by militant. You know, like a brilliant line. <laughs> it's just fucking. They're just like, oh, whatever. Can't be asked to read what it says there in the translation. We'll just do our own. Thing. <laughs> There's just times where you're like, I'm just saying, I've, I've watched this film with subtitles before, and I'm sure mm. they didn't say that in the subtitle yeah. version. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But yeah, it's got some great action in it, of course. It's worth always worth watching for the action. Oh, yeah, well, set pieces. It's, yeah, it took on the bit where he goes to. to apprehend tiger yeah and then yeah. chuck on the last sort of 15 minutes <laughs> and there you go yeah. and that's all you need to say about that this film. i think a lot of it as well is like i don't have any sentimental or nostalgic attachment now because i didn't see this one when i was when i was a kid hmm. i didn't see it until channel 4 put it on the early 90s so i don't yeah. really have that like late 90s sorry yeah. so i don't really have that like attachment like i do to the first one yeah. or police story or yeah, something same. so it always it always seems still kind of new to me weirdly even though i saw it like fucking 20 years ago yeah it's just it feels way heavier as well you know like the, the lightness of project a is not there 
No, it, it is a it is a grit, grittier. I would say yeah, grittier film. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. like just meaner in tone and stuff, and mm-hmm, yeah. like people getting like shot and stuff. And you know, like Project A has people getting shot and I mean, Christ, you be a run stabbing people. At the end. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fucking snuff killings at the end and stuff. Um, and you know, the pirate gets bloated up with a grenade to the face yeah, in a so, carpet. Um, but there's just something about Project A, Part One, that it's lighter in tone. Mm-hmm. It's more so, fun, basically. Yeah. And although, like we said, uh, with Project Air, that has a bit of a messy plot as well, but mm-hmm. this is just way more convoluted, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mm. And it just drags, like I said. The governor's ball scene drags, the fucking bit in the apartment with everyone hiding drags. Mm. Trying to think, what's the, uh, what's the running time? Is it two hours? One hour 41. Yeah. yeah so it then. may be a case where, like, you know, like the cut-down old VHS version is probably better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's... It's not one of my favourites, I'll no. just say that. I'd much prefer the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, some, there's some cool bits, but I, I wouldn't recommend it. It's a film that you would only watch if you're, like, an avid sort of Hong Kong fan and stuff, I think. It's, it's funny, though, because, like, in, I think it's the Hong Kong Babylon book. Like, there's a few critics in there that listed as, like, his greatest film. Yeah, well, I, I think... Uh, I mean, didn't it's won all sorts of awards over the years and stuff and that, and um, I'm sure so... I'm trying to see on IMDb. I'm sure I saw something about it being nominated for something. And, oh, all Jackie's films uh, always yeah. got fucking nominated or won something, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's probably just because the production values and stuff, and it, it, it looks, like, really nice and stuff. Mm. Uh, well, you could see where he would go on to make miracles from this. Yeah. Like, because Miracles is just a big, lavish, fucking ridiculous, giant sets, costumes, period drama. Yeah. So they just take a sort of beta version of Miracles, mm. I guess. It's a shame because the, the, obviously the, when the film starts, it, it has like a really promising sort of premise. Mm-hmm. You know that he's like he's this cop that's cleaned up the town and stuff, and like mm-hmm. you know the, the corruption going on. I, I just think the inclusion of the the uh, the like whatever the revolutionaries, I think that really hurts the film. Mm. Basically, the, yeah, it should have just been like him cleaning up like this rough district with a corrupt cop, and yeah. then. If the pirates were there, that would be fine. Yeah. Like, that's that's enough. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I just sort of thought about it there. I mean, I, at first I've said that the pirates shouldn't have been in the film, and it didn't have, No, actually, yeah, it's the revolutionaries that shouldn't have been in the film. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It was just one thread too many, basically. But, but that would mean Maggie Chung wouldn't be in the film. Well, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story, actually, in um, his new biography. Mm. He talks about, like... Um, this, I think it's the scene where she's got to slide down and he catches her. Oh, shit, yeah, we never mentioned that, yeah. Because, like, it's like he, he, he wanted her to do it herself. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right, do it twice. Do, do, do it and land in these boxes. Mm-hmm. She did it, like, apprehensively. Then did it again. And then he said, like, okay, now we'll do it without the boxes and I'll catch you. And I think she like, just started crying. <laughs> like, she just didn't want to do it. And I was like, oh, poor Maggie. <laughs> Props to her, though, for, for, like, you know... For doing it and sliding down it and stuff, and oh, you can see on her face she looks fucking terrified. Yeah. Though when you know that story, and you watch, she's like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. it!" Is it on? Is it on the end credits? I think is it where she slides down it and it like it's she's sitting there like looking down, like yeah. sucking herself up. Yeah, yeah, and she she doesn't look happy. Like <laughs> weird part though, like at the start of that story in the book, mm. he goes, uh, "One of my frequent collaborators was Maggie Chung." who I first worked with on Project A2, and I'm like, did you just forget she was in Police Story? <laughs> like, one of the main fucking elements of that film. Yeah, I'm sure, mm. maybe it was a translation thing, or, but I was like, that's such a weird mis- like, um, mistake. Yeah, yeah definitely. Weird. Uh, so that's Project A2. Yes. They said, if you've never seen it, don't skip it. Just 
It just it's not as strong as the first. Yeah, it's worthwhile stuff. I just think like yeah, go into it prepared that it's not like the most exciting of plots, and you're not going to be amazed for it. But it's worth hanging around till the end if you're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So next week is Polis Story Two. Polis Story. The, the, the Polis is back. <laughs> Um, the continuing adventures of Kevin Kakuchan. Thankfully, uh, a proper sequel as well. Uh, like a good, yeah. a good follow-up. Yeah, as well follow-up definitely. And like I said, similar in the way it uses like a small element from the first film as a background B plot, like yeah. this with the pirates and stuff. Yeah. Just like a sort of a template, really, that he would use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that about a lot of Hong Kong films, though. They like follow yeah. follow a template yeah. basically. So until then, folks, you keep it tasty and keep it real. And we'll see you at Doing the Pit. Yeah, see you in the bath. The Missing Chris Show. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.